it's time. It is that time. Time for Styles and Watkins. You can join the show by texting 916-339-1140. Find us on YouTube at Sacktown Sports 1140. It's time for Alan Styles and Chris Watkins. Yes, yes, yes. On a Thursday, Friday Eve. One winning streak ends. One losing streak ends as the Miami Heat defeat the Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings are now 5-31 all time. That is correct. In Miami. I think that's just against the Miami. I could be wrong. I'll, I'll double check that. Okay. I I, corrected it's, not right it's not great. It's not great. <laughs> either way you spin it, it's not great. And it was a game, Chris, that it didn't necessarily – we talked about, okay, what if Miami comes out white hot? What if they do this? What if they do that? It's a game that I'm not even sure if you're a Miami Heat fan. Probably don't feel great about that it. That you feel great about. Yeah, they no. didn't necessarily convince anybody right. that they want to win basketball games. The Kings just went ice cold, and they were unable to continue their winning streak and they've lost their first game on this road trip, and now they are looking at a back-to-back where Oof. they will take on Our either, old nemesis. <laughs> yeah, Tyrese Halliburton questionable yeah. tonight. They're coming off a back-to-back. So, basically, the way I see it is if Halliburton wants to face the Kings, he won't play tonight, That's right? That's point, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Because they're not going to let him play back-to-back. Yeah. He got that, that hamstring injury. He's continued to have to battle right. back and forth. So, I don't see them playing both. So we will get Good into point. what went wrong in Miami. I don't think – here it is, Chris. Oh. I don't think there was the Miami flu. Definitely not. Because not they didn't even look like they had enough energy to go clubbing. <laughs> they were sleepwalking. They were zo- it was zombie yeah. land yeah. in Miami, more like it. The coaching carousel continues as the commanders find their guy. We will discuss Kyle Shanahan, his legacy, and Cam Newton. Mm. He's back talking scam. about More scam like he's back Newton. To scam Newton. Now. He's back talking about Brock Purdy, and I defended Cam Newton. His last take, I didn't think it was as egregious as Niner fans thought it was. Right. This one, a little bit spicier, <laughs> and he talks about how Brock isn't one of the best ten players on the team. So, what are we going to do on this show? We're going to count them out. We're going to count them out and see where Brock lands. Now, most important versus best. Two different conversations. Good we got point. four hours to break it all down. Chris Watkins, now, how did the post game go? What were your initial thoughts on the game last night? Yeah, the post game was a little strange. It was just a weird game. Like it, it felt like to your, like you said. I mean, it felt like they were just dead. And this is now the second straight game too, where where you could say that. Like the Grizzlies game, uh, you know, even though they got the result, it it didn't look. I think how we all wanted it to look. And then mm-hmm. last night, uh, you know, it. it doesn't help when De'Aaron and Domas have probably collectively their worst games that we've seen them have uh, at the same time this season. Domas was missing bunnies left and right. I mean, just just couldn't find the hoop even on you know his and one opportunities was just missing everything short. And then Malik Monk too had a terrible game. Awful. Uh, I, I looked at the numbers last night. He, here's the thing: Malik Monk zero assists. I, I I looked it up last night. He's only had zero assists. One other time this season, he had it once last season. Yeah. And he definitely didn't score six points in those two games. And the one this year, he scored 27. In the one last year, he scored nine and had five turnovers. Uh, this one, he had six points, three turnovers, two fouls, 0 of 4 from three. He was, and, and it comes after we've been talking about Malik's slump here recently. It, it's just the fact that it's now 
it, it's an official slump. Like it I is. definitely think you can say something, uh, whether it be fatigue or, or whatever. We saw De'Aaron kind of take a dip uh, this month as well. Maybe it is just as simple as those two guys had a huge load on their back uh, to start the season, and, and now it's kind of catching up with them. But there's, you know, looking back at it, the Kings probably aren't going to win many games in which De'Aaron Fox, Demonis Sabonis, and Malik Monk all have C games at, at I, best. I, don't I even, would probably, yeah. yeah. Like, I think Sabonis had a C, Sabonis C the minus. only C there, yeah. right? I mean, a game where, like you said, Malik no assists and De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk, when's the last time they haven't combined for 20? They combined for That's 19. Great point, right. They combined for 19. Yeah. You're not going to win that game. Last 10 HB's games. HB's back to earth, too. HB's back two to earth. 16 from three. Yeah, the last we can two get games. him back in the trade generator. Yeah. I, it was fun while it lasted. We it should sure have moved him while he was hot. Yeah, exactly. Should have moved him while he was hot. Last 10 games for Malik Monk. He's averaging, tw- he essentially is not part of this, the closing lineup right now. Yeah, no, he's he not. He did not close, did not close last, last night. night. No. Okay, 20. he's averaging 24 minutes. He's shooting 37. 0.7% from the field. Oh, my God. 21% no. from three. 71% free throw shooting. Oh, my gosh. 2.7 rebounds, 4.9 assists, and he's averaging 2.3 turnovers and 12 points. What In, in what span? The last 10 games. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I 21% mean, from three. That's terrible. And that's, that's a really long sample size, too. I didn't realize it's been that long. Uh, that and I, that, struggling. that 12 yeah. is definitely from the prior, the, the first six right. games the first half, or the yeah. first five games of that last 10. Not the most recent 10. Right. Well, how about that 71% five. from the line, too? Again, Terrible. Like that, that tells you that something is really, really wrong, whether yeah. it be fatigue or whether it be, you know, he picked up maybe a minor injury or who knows, you know, maybe, maybe Malik is here and that he's written involved or maybe these agents well, telling like him this, hey, he's gonna keep right. hearing it I, I i can only guess what's going on but clearly something is off i mean something malik monk does not play this way and then again to me the free throws is the biggest indication that that's just that's something is fundamentally wrong because you can I mean, you can literally close your eyes malik monk and probably shoot 80 percent from the line so if he's if you throw that on top of all of those other numbers that's that's a problem, and that's something that the Kings have to address. Whether it just be Malik getting right back into rhythm, or or maybe looking at the deadline to maybe get another bench contributor, but uh, the Kings are not going to be successful if they don't have Malik Monk contributing to this team. Because we saw how how important it was again the first half of this season for Malik to play well, and uh, they relied on it. They needed Malik Monk to carry them in some games, and if he's not going to be uh, reliable, or if he's going to be as inconsistent as you know Kevin Herter was the first half of this season, mm-hmm. I just don't think it's going to work out well for Sacramento. Can, I mean, can we stop Malik out of those three turnovers? And he's averaging basically three turnovers over the. He's averaging two point three the last five. I would imagine cool. he's averaging more than that. He had three turnovers last night. Malik, enough with the pocket passes in the paint. They're getting yeah. one one yeah. assist, one I think the turnover a game. They're yeah. going to get one, Malik. Yeah. You can't just assume it's going to work. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop it. No, yeah. I mean, there's there's other ways of getting that guy the ball. You can you can just straight pass it to him, chest right. pass it. You can throw it up top. You gotta add some variance too, to you your point. Like, can, you can't do the just same throw thing it every for single 40 time. Games. It's a beautiful pass when it gets through. But, but every when it time, doesn't, yeah, exactly. At some point, guys are gonna especially teams with length. Like that's what makes teams with length so difficult, is they're gonna get their hands in the passing lanes. And uh, you know, Miami is also 
what is Miami known for? Their defense. Like, their their bread is buttered on the defensive end. There was no way uh, that, you know, you're just going to continually try and drive on them. And you saw the Kings. I mean, they shut down. I I don't know who to blame fully. I think everyone's at fault. I kind of – I got to put a lot of blame on the coaches. If the Kings weren't expecting Miami to go to a zone, I – I don't know what what the coaches were preparing them for mm-hmm. because that's that's exactly what Miami does. I put it on Twitter like Miami pretty much was like the Syracuse Jim Beheim. Like right. th- that's pretty much the the t- the the style of play that they ran last year and for the Kings to not expect Miami to switch to a zone after not going to zone all game in a close matchup. I I just I don't know what they were expecting and you saw the zone just completely shut them down. Like they had no pace. When they had that comeback at the end of the second quarter into the first half, pace was incredible. They were getting shots off and off makes and misses, were pushing the ball. And then the second half, and more specifically that fourth quarter, when they switched to the zone, it was, I mean, methodical, I guess. But the problem is they lost all rhythm. And they just, when Malik's not hitting, when De'Aaron's not hitting. Well, I was going to say, that right? Kind of game, you need ISO scores. You need dudes who go out there and get buckets. And De'Aaron and Malik were not in the mood to get buckets last night. Well, that's what I was going to say. To put it on the coaches isn't really the only way to break a zone, unless you have a full-blown offense, isn't really the only way to break a zone is to hit open to hit your outside hit shots. Hit open looks, yeah. You got you got to get penetration. You got to get dribble penetration into the lane so that people crunch in, but you also got to move the ball. And it felt like the, I mean, you got to move the ball and move people. And I think they were hesitant to, hey, is it okay? Like, if I cut here, is that the right move? And mm-hmm. it just felt like everything, they started second-guessing everything. Mm-hmm. And once you, once you, I mean, you, you know, you, you've been an athlete before. Like, I guess you still are an athlete. It's just you've done athletics <laughs> that's before. Nice of you. Yes. Uh, like when you're when you're in a flow state, that's when you're at your best. The second you start thinking and you're in your head, that's when you're, you're ruined. That's when the yips happen. And uh, I think there was a version of the offensive yips last night where the Kings just had no idea where to go with the basketball in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And speaking of the three point shooting, I mean, I, I told you this, Chris. I don't know how De'Aaron Fox is averaging 27. He is working on on so much good yeah. good performances from early on this season. Right. I feel like there's a De'Aaron Fox disappearing act at least once a week. We call them zombies in Miami. It's more like Houdini. Where does De'Aaron Fox go? One for eight from three-point yeah. land. One for eight. Yeah. 13 points. And I've said this before. You know, we talked with Brendan... Brendan Nunez and Frankie Cardicelli about the 1A conversation. And I know there are levels to this, but come on, Chris. How many How many times, I think there what, four games ago, when they beat the Hawks, he had 12 points. Mm-hmm. How many times are other 1A franchise guys yeah. scoring under 15 points, Chris? Yeah. No, and that's what makes the 30-point-per-game score so difficult is you got to show up every single night. Yeah. And that's why you see De'Aaron now, what is he? He's at 27.2. He's dropped three points per game average really in the last month. And, uh, no, you're right. You're completely right. Like, last night, and I heard Sam Amick actually bring it up uh, on the morning show this today. He read last night not as, yeah, I mean, the Kings missed a ton of threes, but your star was four of 16 and one of eight from three. That's not going to get it done. You're you're then, especially, I mean, we talked about in that Warrior game uh, how it would have been a shame if the Kings lost it because Harrison Barnes has this crazy performance and it just would have gone by the wayside. Mm-hmm. Well, last night, Keegan Murray was incredible. 33 points. He was on fire in that yeah. first half. 
I don't know what happened in the second half. They just stopped looking for him or or didn't feel the necessity to to feed the hot hand. But I mean, you kind of wasted a, a really big Keegan performance, yeah. uh, and and just didn't have your star perform. Like I, I think, and on the threes thing, I said last night during the live stream, I'd be curious what you think about this because I think De'Aaron shoots too many, uh, too high of a volume. You could argue you don't get De'Aaron Fox first half of the season without getting De'Aaron Fox. What we're seeing here, you know, he's a he's volume shooter at this point from three, but I would like to see him approach threes more like Sabonis approaches him. Where he's like, you know, like we've said, Sabonis, he was one of one last night. Yeah. If that, he if he doesn't make that first one, he might take a second if he's probably wide not. open. But if he misses that second, there's no way he's That's taking That's not a happening, though. De'Aaron, this is who De'Aaron is right now. And I, I just think that maybe, I think that it's it's a, it's a it, gauging Chris. process. Where I think now maybe he's shooting eight, but... You know, maybe one day we'll find out. The number's probably five or six that mm-hmm. you should settle on. And I don't know. I just feel like he should be more selective. I'm not, I, I think the pull up threes are the thing that I can do without. Like, Tell him had, to relax. I mean, yeah, no, he definitely needs he, to. That's, he needs to, it's yeah, too much now. It's way too much. It's, it's too it's much. way too much. And he's not like, it's It's the fact that I think he, he believes in his work. And I think yeah. he believes when he was shooting 40% on high volume, I think he thinks that's the kind of shooter I am now. And right. I think, the reality is, you know, you were probably on a bit of a heater, and you're kind of not coming back. To, I, you know what? No, he's coming back he down is. to earth a bit here. And, uh, yeah, I just feel like in an ideal world, I understand De'Aaron, in order to get to that 30, he's got to take those threes mm-hmm. because threes are more than two. But uh, I just I, – I don't know if it's overall better for this team. Like, if you're taking – and, again, last night I think he took some open threes, but if you're, if you're taking pull-up I, – I pulled up one that was – you know, the Kings had made this big comeback, 58 to 60. De'Aaron takes a three, and it's like, yeah, it goes in, and the Kings get the lead, but if that doesn't go in, you spent all this time, all this work to make a comeback, and then you just take an early shot clock three that could potentially kill all the momentum, and I don't know if that's, like, the most efficient shot for you. It just can't be – look, the reason guys like Clay Thompson and other yeah. – play, you know, the shooter-shoot mentality, that's because at this point in his career, all Clay Thompson can do is shoot. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox, you can get to the cup whenever yeah. you want. Yep. You got a midi. Yeah. You can you can true, you right? can finish at the rim. You still can elevate. So you don't have to be that guy. Right. Maybe you want to be, but you don't have to be yeah. that guy. All right, got to get to a break. We got more Eddie Griffin tickets that we will fully tease when we get back. But you don't want to miss that at one p.m. More Eddie Griffin tickets at Hard Rock Sacramento, April thirteenth. When we get back, we knew the Miami Heat were going to be ready to go. Shams talks about Jimmy Butler speaking and that dog mentality that we maybe would like in Sacramento. Sal's and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. I put the new 4Gs on the G. I drop into the bloody bottoms is underneath. Cause I might got it out. Sacktown Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. The Miami Heat had a team meeting on Tuesday. This is from Shams. Where I'm told Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, their two leaders... They both spoke up. I'm told Jimmy Butler was powerful in that meeting, and his actions backed it up 
last night. Hemi Butler, as yeah. the kids call him, finished the game with 31 points, seven rebounds, six assists. That is a very Jimmy. Two for three. That, like I said, when he needs to make them, mm. he makes them, right? So Jimmy Butler, we had a long conversation during our Kings Roundtable, whether you want Jimmy Butler in Sacramento or not. I felt like Jimmy Butler can get you to maybe the next phase, but I don't know if that next phase is a championship. But that's my take is the most basic Betty take there is because that's how people have felt about Jimmy Butler his whole career. Yeah. And that's how this whole thing has gone his whole career. From the 916 from 10, Miami Heat pride themselves on holding star players accountable and to and to other players cold nights. So so 10 is giving Miami Heat some credit to why De'Aaron Fox has gone off, and that's mm-hmm. fine. I'm not letting De'Aaron Fox off the hook. It ain't it ain't the Miami Heat that yeah. is the reason. Jimmy Butler wasn't picking De'Aaron up full court. No, no. You, one for eight. And by the way, they've come back to life. It's funny. You lose a game once you start bricking from free throw, too. They shot 66% Oof. from free throw. It's kind of slid eight, under the radar there. 12 for 18. Harrison Barnes, one for two. Sabonis, four for six. Fox, four for six. JaVale McGee, 0 for one. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean – and again, Alex Len, no time. No Duarte, time. forgot he was on the team, no time. <laughs> uh, Keon Ellis, almost forgot he was on the team as yeah. well, no time. And you have Davion Mitchell, who's back in the mix. He didn't even take a three. Got 19 total points from your bench. Not going to work. That's just not good enough. Or 18, 18 total points from your bench. I mean, Jaime Hawkins had eight. And your boy, yeah. Josh Richardson, yeah. I mean, 24 points. Hey, it's yeah. it's the same thing that was happening with Grayson Allen. At some point, you got to make an adjustment. But you know what this is? This is exactly what it was with Harrison Barnes against the Warriors. He's got to come back down to life at some point. Jo- uh, Richardson did cool off in the second half a little bit. But when he's going, you're just going to try to weather the storm? Yeah. He's not. At some point, you have to he's believe him. Yeah. You have <laughs> to believe him. Yeah, at some point, it's like just just maybe send a little extra attention his way or don't leave him. It was terrible. I mean, yeah, I told you before the show, Josh Richardson has killed the Kings in the past before, but last night, I mean, it was it felt just like he was he was killing them. It was him and Jimmy really, and if they I think if they could have slowed down Josh Richardson, they might have had a shot at, at winning yesterday, but uh yeah, it was it was just it was not good Def- on the defensive end. It just felt like and you know, Miami's known for being a really physical team, but Felt like the Kings wanted no part of that physicality. It felt like, especially on the defensive end, there were a couple possessions, specifically in the fourth quarter, where, I mean, people were just driving and and not getting touched. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, you, you gotta you gotta make them feel you, man. Like especially Miami, who's a team that's incredibly hungry. And in the fourth quarter, they smelled that blood in the water. They were like, we can get this game, right? And we really, really need it. And uh, you know, it just kind of felt like the Kings weren't ready for that kind of battle right now. Which you know. In their defense, if you want to play devil's advocate, middle of a road trip, middle of the season, longest road trip of the right. year, it's it's fair. And they, they are playing well leading into – or I shouldn't say playing well because I didn't like that Memphis performance. They're getting results leading into it. So yeah. I guess it's tough to really be super upset about it. Um, but, you know, it, at the same time, it feels like yesterday was not a, 
oh, you just got to chalk that. That was going to be. It wasn't like Philadelphia. No. that game where they just got blown out and they the didn't fans. Feel like they had I mean, a the Miami fans. They were nothing to yeah. write home about. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it was a hostile environment. <laughs> no. Anything like that. And yeah. now you're looking at a situation. This is how quickly things happen in the NBA. You go from man, could they go? Could they go five and two? Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're three and one on the road trip and you still have your back to back up next right. with the Pacers who are who are playing good basketball yeah. and the Bulls who are nothing to sneeze at. Then you gotta go to Cleveland. Yeah. Don't let this thing snowball. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell, my boy, had 45 last night. You see that? Your boy. Ooh. Your boy. You can still get yeah. him in Sacramento <laughs> if you want him. That's not a problem. So, you know, on this road trip, like we said, they're they're three and one. Okay, and the difference is you what they do. They could be three and three, looking at a four and three in Cleveland, mm. depending on what happens. It's still possible to go five and two, sure. but you still have the back to back. Then you got to deal with Cleveland. So yeah. we wanted five and two, but realistically, we were okay with four and three on the Folsom Lake Honda hotline. On the Folsom Lake Honda text line nine one six says Fox will never win a playoff series. No clutch hashtag made up awards. Allen with one L shout out to you. Allen with one L I'm a L L E N, but I appreciate all Allens of the world. I'm not, I don't know if I'm willing to go there, but I, I don't know at this point in time. And I don't think it's disrespectful to De'Aaron. If anybody from De'Aaron's camp is listening, I, I just think it's an open question as to sure. what, what he is we know we think we know what he could be sure but people had people people have things to say about everybody until they do it yeah your boy people got questions about luca yeah and luca went to a western conference finals sure did. right so it's not you can't crown people i know in sacramento maybe the the expectations are a little bit different but we still have we can't have this conversation and put De'Aaron in these categories sure. but when is the last time and i'm not that's the that's the thing when we sit here and we can't call him, there are different versions of 1A, right? But when we compare him to other 1As and we sit there and we say, when's the last time Luca had 13 points? Well, it's Luca. When's the last time Jan? Well, okay, so what level is he? Mm-hmm. Right, that's what that's what I want to know. Yeah, what 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 level is, is Trey Young? No, 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 he's better than Trey Young. Is, John Morant? Yeah. No, 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 he's better than John Morant. So where is he? I think he's. Bottom tier two, maybe top tier three, if mm-hmm. we had to do like a, a ranking system. I, I think it's a really fair question. I, I don't know if I would say he's not going to ever no, win a saying, playoffs. No, I'm not saying yeah, you yeah, are, yeah, but yeah. Um, I think that's a little bit too far because I think last, you know, I, I wouldn't try and use regular season to try and determine how De'Aaron would do in a playoff series because last year in the playoffs, he went toe to toe with Steph. Yeah. And, and while he was healthy, let's not forget he, he packed literally broke his fingertip. Yeah. Uh, and and that did change a lot for him in that series. But up until that point, he was pretty much matching Steph's performances uh, and giving the Kings a shot in that series, more than a shot in that series. They arguably should have won that series. Um, but it's it's a fair question to ask how far, yes, you might be able to win a playoff series, but you don't you don't get any trophy or anything for winning a playoff series. So it's a really fair question. I just don't think we have... I don't think the regular season is where we're going to find out those mm-hmm. answers is more where I'm getting like I, I because exactly the reason the guy we talked about yesterday, Jimmy Butler, like Jimmy Butler will have bad regular season performances. But up until this point, it hasn't meant that come playoff time, Jimmy Butler's not going to be ready. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's just we have to acknowledge that there is a different level of in- intensity and focus that's brought to the playoffs. Now, if De'Aaron was playing so bad that the team's 
fighting for you know a, a play-in spot, which was the case a couple weeks ago, then we can maybe have a conversation. But I, I think as long as this team is putting themselves in good playoff seating, I, I don't think we should uh, we should try and condemn De'Aaron for his regular season performances quite yet. No, I, I, I'm not saying that. But look, I'm gonna tell you this much, and I know it's not a, I know it is not a. Apples to apples comparison, but you, Chris, I'm just to say, we got to get to a break. You were real quick saying De'Aaron Fox is better than Trey Young. Trey Young went he to is. Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm just In saying. The, I believe that was the, the 2020 season, right? 2021. Right. I'm just right. saying. The, the year the, after the, right. the pandemic. The COVID shortened season. No, that was No, that was gotcha. the first. That, that was after. I'm after, just saying. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. All right. Got to get Kevin to a Herter break. Kevin Herter also made it, too. Kevin Herter also, also made it. All right, got to get to a break. When we get back, we will continue the conversation. Live Nation has teamed up with Sacktown Sports to hook you up with tickets to check out comedy legend Eddie Griffin live at the Hard Rock, Sacramento, April 13th. Hit up the Folsom Lake Honda Hotline at 1 p.m., and we will pick a winner. We'll let you know what number that is at that time. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Sacktown Sports. Live Nation has teamed up with Sacktown Sports to hook you up with tickets to check out comedy legend Eddie Griffin live at the Hard Rock, Sacramento, April 13th. 1 o'clock, we will give you that number. Call in at 1 o'clock. We will give you the number. We will give you the number that of the caller you need to be to get those tickets. From the 916, the text line is on fire this morning, Chris. I love it. Yeah. And all guests and callers join us from the Folsom Lake Honda hotline. Folsom Lake Honda, your one-stop Honda shop. From the 916, this is a story we've heard before. Dear De'Aaron Fox has a right shoulder problem. Nobody seems to be talking about it, but you see him holding that shoulder frequently during games. His scoring has gone down since this started happening. Yeah, so 916, that's a great call. I've noticed it too. We've talked about it. Yeah. And it does, he, he has, this has been going on for about two months. Yes, it's right? been going on for a while. The problem is. It's not on the injury report or anything. It's not on the injury so report. You can't really when, speculate about yeah, it. Yeah, when anybody brings anything up to De'Aaron or Coach Mike Brown, they say he's fine. Yep. So I don't think it's our place to speculate. No, nope. yeah. We I can't. Mean, no, because this isn't even like – I mean, it, it'll probably end up being much like how we heard last year Sabonis was playing with mm-hmm. his thumb broken, essentially. Uh, and it wouldn't surprise me if maybe at the end of the year we find out, oh, yeah, De'Aaron was playing with I, – I, the thing is, I don't even know, like, how – how like, what – you know, I'm not a doctor, obviously, but I just don't know what injury it could be that it's bad enough that it's lingered for two months now, but – not bad enough that he hasn't Stinger. missed any games. He hasn't yeah. missed a single game for any shoulder injury, to my knowledge. And so it's just kind of tough to to pinpoint it. And I, I would definitely suspect that it's a reason why his shooting numbers are down. But we've still seen him have some really big performances in the past since two happened. months since, since it's, it's happened. happened. So it's tough to say. It's tough to pick and choose when to say, ah, like he scored 13 points. Clearly the shoulder's injuring him but then, or hampering him, but then – he scores 32, yeah. and it's like, 
oh, well, shoulder didn't seem to bother him today. And I understand, you know, different days, your, your, your body will react differently. But it's just not fair from our side to try and guess, oh, today was definitely a shoulder problem. Like, it's, it's just tough. Let's, let's think about this from this perspective. If there is something with the shoulder, yeah. why wouldn't they put that out there? Unless De'Aaron yeah. himself, right? Because if De'Aaron himself is, I don't know how that works. Yeah. If if it's hey, like football hey, where it's like, oh, I don't want people targeting my arm, like you know, no, De'Aaron driving and no way. somebody just throwing a, a shoulder into his shoulder, right? No, <laughs> shoulder, 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 shoulder. No, and I, I don't think it's that. But if 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 they come to De'Aaron, if the training staff comes to De'Aaron, they say, hey, man. We've been watching film. You seem to be rubbing your shoulder. And he says, oh, it's nothing. I just need some icy hot. Or do they still make Tiger Bomb? Yeah. Whatever it tape is. Tape or something, right? right. Don't they I, have magic tape? Yeah, whatever it is. It's not, it's not hindering me, whatever. After that, I don't know where that conversation yeah. I don't you know where that conversation take MRIs, goes. I'm sure. And right. If it continues to come back negative, to your point, it's like, okay, like the scan says he's good. I think we can all acknowledge he's probably in some pain, but right. if he's not going to say it's bad enough to where he wants to check it out, I mean, it's there's nothing, there's nothing anybody can do yeah. about it. Now again, and to it's your on point, to to say, hey, I feel like I'm hampering the team by me being out there, and I think the problem is we all know that De'Aaron Fox at eighty percent is still probably Bingo. better than most guys at a hundred. Bingo, and that's if this was if he has gone completely ice ice baby. And he's putting up 13 a yeah. game and shooting one for eight for five games in a row. Then okay, the jig is up, buddy. Right. We 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 got to get this checked out. But yeah. what happens is next game with the way we're talking about De'Aaron, he'll probably ball out. Yeah, right. And yeah. he's still averaging 27. He hasn't completely fallen off a cliff. Right. So until that happens, everybody is is in a stalemate yeah. if he doesn't want to go in. Yeah. No. In a way, Mike Brown has kind of said. Not directly, but he said he's a little bit like, you know, Tom Thibodeau and Nick Nurse, where it's like, I don't ask questions of the medical staff. Mm -hmm. All I say is, is he available? Cool. Well, then I'm going to play him. Right. And so De'Aaron's not going to get the luxury of, uh, you know, De'Aaron, I do know his shoulders busted up a little bit. Maybe we drop his minutes from 34, 30, he played 36 minutes, pretty much 37 last night. Uh, we'll play him 32. That's not how Mike Brown operates. Mm -hmm. He says, no, if you're playing and you're available – you're, you're going to be out there. So, I, I again, I don't think uh, that we're going to see De'Aaron miss any games. And if anything, you know, I, I think we're going to talk about it later, but you, we saw Chris Biederman dropped a, uh, a piece on the B yesterday about De'Aaron saying, I don't really care about going to All-Star. Pretty much I don't want to go to All-Star. And yeah. who knows? Maybe a part of that is because he's like, eh, I could really use the week and a half off. And it I, sounds pretty good. And I – and you sent that to me yeah. yesterday, though. I was so upset. He is De It's the most De'Aaron Fox thing ever, uh, Look, to be man, fair. I'm pretty – we talked about getting me in the celebrity all-star game. Yes. I am very shameless about being a clout chaser. I want it all. That's just who I am. De'Aaron Fox is a complete opposite. And there are a lot of clout chasers yeah. in the NBA, yes. right? De'Aaron is the opposite. So much that I think it's starting to yeah. hinder him. I uh, know. He just saw all the hype that Jokic got last offseason for how much – oh, Jokic actually right. hates basketball. Basketball. This is like, great. That's awesome. It's hilarious. But now that's Jokic's yeah. thing. That can't be your thing, too. <laughs> no, nah, De'Aaron's trying to take it. But he's, he's still like, top actually, 15 yeah, in yeah. jersey sales. Yeah. Right? De'Aaron, Jokic number 15 <laughs> in jersey sales. But you sent me that. I'm thinking, De'Aaron, why? Why do you Even keep if doing it's true, this? Just don't, don't go out there and say I don't care about all. What? 
I all I can, and we get it. That's the whole thing, though. Yeah. Okay, I don't care about All Star. I don't care about Team USA. Yeah. All I care about is winning a championship. Okay, but then you At don't win a championship, yeah, and then what? That's true. No, I, I just I don't think you. I just don't think fans would. I don't think a lot of fans are saying, "Wow, yeah, I'm so glad De'Aaron doesn't care about anything." Right. At this point, I, I don't care about food. I just care about winning a championship. Hey, De'Aaron, what? You know, what do you want for lunch? I don't care. I just want a championship. Yeah. Well, that's not on the menu right now. Come on, man. Yeah. No, I hear you. I definitely hear you. But then you talk like that yeah. and put up 13. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's a good and point, lose. too, because it's the last time, too. I mean, all star reserves are getting announced tonight. Not that last night's performance hampered or, or had any effect on his all star case. But if you don't make it, that's just a, it's a. It's going to be tough for anyone, any of the national people or anybody to say, oh, I really feel like De'Aaron Fox was a big snub because, I mean, this thing is politics as well. Like, mm-hmm. you do got to kind of campaign for it sometimes. I got to tell you, real quick as we get to a break, watch the last episode of The Challenge, MTV The oh, Challenge. Yes. I know you're behind. I'm way behind. You, well, I'll, I'll tell you this. this weekend. The social game, we know how important yes, it is. People everything. are very upset about this season, and that's what I would say. I would say De'Aaron Fox mm-hmm. is there. Horacio, if anybody watches MTV <laughs> The Challenge, De'Aaron is Horacio. Horacio, yeah. probably the like, best yeah. competitor on The Challenge, but he has no social game, and it works against him. Right. And that's De'Aaron Fox. He just has zero social game yep. as far as the politicking. And if he doesn't want to do that, fine, fine. right? It's yep. giving Mike Trout. And I don't think, <laughs> and I don't think I would love it. He's sure good enough right now to fight through it. Mike Trout, we still had to talk about because he put up legendary numbers, right. but he didn't even want you to talk about him, right? So uh, the politicking, I, I don't know. Frankie Cardicelli put out a tweet. It's either going to be Sabonis or De'Aaron Fox. I don't know. It's definitely not going to be both of them. I think it's I probably so, going to be Sabonis. Yeah. And look, good thing De'Aaron doesn't care. So let's just focus on getting back on track and staying out of the plan. Got to get to a break. When we get back, Keegan Murray shines in a loss. And the same old story with the Kings. They don't hit threes. They don't win. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Philadelphia 76ers $75,000 for a violation of injury reporting regarding Joel Embiid's absence Saturday versus Denver. But no violation of player participation policy due to Embiid's confirmed injury. By the way, we have we'll have a note on Ben Simmons a little bit later and I'll let everybody guess what that note is. You did, did you save that? You came up with that number and I don't know that we did it on air. The 75 came? Wait, what, what number? Ben Simmons, the... <laughs> oh, the, yes, yes, I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry, So yes, we'll do that it. later. Yes, we I have, do remember it. We have that, but you have a note on one of the best tight ends in the league not going to the Super Bowl, yes. but he did. He is a champion in a different way. Yes. What happened? This is a weird butterfly effect, which we'll talk about after I read the story, too. Uh, this is from uh, Dove Kleiman uh, on, on X. 
He wrote, uh, amazing, Mark Andrews, uh, tight end for the Ravens, saved a woman's life today. During a flight from Baltimore to Phoenix, a woman suffered a medical emergency and medical personnel on the flight couldn't find a strong pulse. Andrews, who is a type 1 diabetic, got up from his seat and said, could it be her blood sugar? I have a diabetic testing kit. Andrews gave them the kit and used uh, and used it on her, and her heart rate stabilized. Paramedics were able to treat her when the flight landed. Wow. So uh, the weird butterfly effect here is if the Ravens yeah. win that game against the Chiefs, that woman probably dies. Like, how insane is that as just like a, a random – like if cause just just a just a weird wow. weird way that this world works out and uh i mean you got to kind of feel like he was there for a reason like that's that's insane wow yeah on a flight too like i can't imagine the hist- i've never had anything really i shouldn't say this we're, we're literally yeah. about to go and on I'll a flight on you. tuesday I'm but like on this wood. never had like some somebody have to get dragged off a plane or yeah. you know that guy is not real. Okay. I've never had anything like that. I'm glad I haven't, but if anything, a plane is when I am at my most, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say like I have anxiety on planes, but like if something out of, if anything goes off script on a plane, it's sketchy. Anxiety's at like a 15. Yeah. Well, it's a short, it's a shorty that we're taking to Vegas. Exactly. By the time we get up, we'll be going down. Yeah. I I think unless you fly a lot, well, and, by the way, I mean, great, great yes. note. Yeah. Mark Andrews, just great stuff by what him. What a hero. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would have would have been able to you just froze. think at all. Yeah, I would have froze. Yeah. Well, and, that, and that's the thing. I was I was not a great flyer yeah. until I went to school in Philly and sure. I had no choice. Yeah. And then it was just, all right. I mean, it is what it is. And right. then my wife being from Philly, I've continued to have to fly. Right. So it just kind of turned me into You're just kind of getting numb to it. Yeah, and I and I'm I'm still looking if I hit right. <laughs> Oh, the second I see I'm, the I'm, wings what, start like really what, what, flapping. What's going I'm on like, outside? Okay, here's the thing. Do you like the pilots that talk a lot or do you just like silence? Cuz I like talk me through it. <laughs> Talk, is there is there any? You're saying like if any turbulence hits, is they're there right turbulence like, coming? I, I want you to be talking to me the whole time. Yeah. I hate when I'm in there and it's just hey, what's going? You good up there? What's going on? <laughs> right. What's going on? Yeah, I mean probably good pilots are are taught to hey like if if there's some bumpiness like ease the cabin a bit. You yeah. know they're probably stressed out. I usually have headphones on, so I don't hear anything. Like the second that I'm in my seat, I probably have headphones on. I don't get the. Oh, I, I, I don't think I'm pause. supposed to do this or not, but I'm yeah. definitely like the the stewardesses are you know doing the whole uh, you know hey in the event of an right, emergency right. you pull your mask you're over already yours, locked in. Forget about your kids. I'm not listening to any of that. Yeah, yeah I just need to focus in. You're already locked in. I yeah, can't. no, I, I have my music blaring, but. You know, if, if I hear him talking, what you got to say? Yeah. What, what, what do we got? What <laughs> do we the, got coming up? Or I hear that. You're like. Right. And okay. the seat, the seatbelt comes on. Okay. What's going on? How, how bad is it going to be? Are you telling people, excuse me, ma'am, the, um, the, the, the seatbelt light is on. Can mm-hmm. you please, can you, you're not supposed to be standing it, right now. It's always trippy when you see the, the lightning. I mean, it's, it's far away. Yeah. 
But you see lightning. I'm like, we're not going over there, are we? We're just, <laughs> this is not the path. We're above these things, Yes, right? we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're above we're, the clouds, right? We're chilling, right? All right, well, we'll, we'll I'll talk you through it. We'll be good. It's a, it's a quick flight. It's a quick flight. What our issue is going to be, when you go to Vegas, there's always someone that needs you to know it's a bachelor party or a bachelorette oh party. Oh, my god! And sometimes you're just not in the mood. No, I'm not. Especially when they <laughs> land, they're like, yeah, yeah, we're here. It's always the same person <laughs> god, that, that makes a joke during a movie and even if the joke is funny, I get mad when people laugh because now you've encouraged yes, them. You've encouraged now we're it, getting right? at least one more yep. joke. You're getting a woo. Don't laugh. A, yeah. Don't laugh. Yeah. All right. Just let them be. Yeah. Just let them be. But shout out to Mark Andrews and and good on him for yeah stepping being up. on his toes and and stepping up in that situation. The Kings did not step up last night in Miami. Besides Keegan Murray, who we really just want to spend some time talking about Keegan because this this performance is going to go under the radar because it was a loss, but it really shouldn't. And this is what happens when you are becoming a star. Sometimes your teammates don't show up either, yeah. right? And it's happened to De'Aaron. De'Aaron has put up 40 burgers and yeah. losses. It's happened to everybody. And Keegan Murray last night, 33 points, 7 for 11 from three-point land, 2 for 2 from free throw, wow. 12 for 18 from the field. He had five rebounds, two assists, one steal, two blocks. That's a bad man right there as he continues to elevate. And he had to deal with Jimmy Butler, who Jimmy Butler did drop 31. Sure. But Jimmy was on a mission. He was. Can we just say that Jimmy is on, was on a mission? He was he, not going to let them lose last night. Rodman <laughs> wasn't stopping Jimmy Butler last night. Nobody was stopping nah. Jimmy Butler yeah. last night. When he hit those two, th- when he hit the first three, I was like, and I think it was like the first shot of the game. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh, that's not a good sign. And then he hit the second one, and I was like, okay, this is going to be a long, long night. You could make the argument, though, and I know it's not apples to apples, but Keegan 33 to Butler's 31 if Jimmy still got his at least Keegan said hey hey we even matchup wise matchup wise I was plus two as far as the points no totally and that's why you know I'm kind of I'm more so looking looking at the stars there like the guys who are supposed to show up and give a certain level of performance every night just just didn't have it maybe you can give some credit like 10 did to Miami I mean that is a version of what they like to do is Mm. take take away what you do best but you know, at the same time, it's it's really tough to to swallow the fact that again, De'Aaron, Domas, and Malik all had bad nights on the same day. Mm-hmm. Um, you can mark it down as a coincidence, and maybe probably won't happen again. But uh, just it just sucks because it felt like yesterday was a winnable game. That's right. And it would have been it would have been a really uh, it would have been a good win for them because it's not how they typically would have. Like, that was a Miami Heat-style play mm-hmm. yesterday. And if the Kings could have gotten a result in a Miami-style play, I think that would have said something because we've been talking all year. It's like, you guys are one-trick ponies. You guys feel mm-hmm. like you're one-dimensional. If the shot's not falling, what's what's the path to victory? And uh, last night, it would have been cool to see you shoot 44% from the field, 30% from three, 66% from the line, and, and still, still figure out how to win. On the road. On the road. To a very hungry team yeah. who really didn't play that hungry yeah. for a lot of the game. And now, we'll talk about it more tomorrow, but now, yeah. put your track shoes on. Yeah. yeah. Okay? Yeah, it's going to get interesting. Because. Stat lines are going to get crazy. You are going to be running and gunning tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, Gosh, and and, and too, man. maybe that's we'll know. Do you think we'll know if Tyrese Halliburton is playing by the end of the end of the show today? If he's playing today's if game, if he's playing today, um, probably not. Well, pro- I don't know what time that tip off is. If that tip off, they're is- on the road. I don't know if they're. It's the Knicks, so it's four thirty. 
So we we'll could. probably, we probably will. Yeah. So we'll probably know. We probably will. Right I at just, the end. But here's the thing. You're Halliburton. I've, I, you know, us cloud chasers, we we, yes. we all stick together. Me, yes. Tyrese Halliburton, everybody else. Right. What's more, if you only can play one, right. the, what cloud is, you know what cloud is better. Honestly, yeah. I don't, I, if, assuming they won't let him play a back-to-back, which they might. They probably won't. Okay. They probably won't allow Assuming him. they won't. The the New York Knicks who have been on a complete heater yeah. and you got Jalen Brunson. Did they? Is that in are they New still? York, they're still said? on that winning streak. The Knicks have they won? They're on eight fire. In a row. That's all I know. In general, eight in a row. The Knicks have won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They've won eight in a row. Wow. In the Garden. Yeah. Tyrese Halliburton. As much as he. I think he did what he felt he needed to do, even though he didn't play in Sacramento. They got the W. Yes. <laughs> if I'm choosing clout, I got to play against the Knicks. I got to. Is that in the garden? It's in the garden. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. And then it even makes more sense from the team perspective, too, because you give him longer rest after. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, if he plays tomorrow, then he's going to have a shorter rest time in that's, between. That's or you true. can give him tomorrow as his extra day off. It just makes a lot more sense for him to play today. And, you know, while it will be great, they have already kind of shown that we don't we, we don't, don't need, need Tyre. What, like, what do we gain? Yeah, the guy you trade away, playing. yeah, we don't need him yeah, to beat you Because now. of Tyre, I mean, yeah, like for clout purposes, if you will, or for just perception, wh- how good does it, what good does it again. do Indiana if Tyrese plays and Siakam plays and the Kings forgot. beat them? Like, that's, I forgot they had Siakam. Yeah, they didn't, have they didn't Siakam even play Siakam last time either. Yeah, so. They didn't play Siakam. Yeah, they they didn't have Bruce Brown because they just made the trade. So right. Bruce Brown was uh, already shipped off to Toronto, and then Tyrese didn't play. Nemhard, Nemhard didn't, didn't play. play. Neesmith didn't oh, play. Oh my lord! So uh, yeah, I think yeah, uh, Tyrese is not playing tomorrow. Yeah, I, I just, I've decided. I, I've decided. I, I've decided, I've decided for Rick Carlisle. I, yeah, Rick. Rick there, there's no way Tyrese in. plays tomorrow. All right, yeah. got to get to a break. When we get back, the Super Bowl is right around the corner. We're a little more than a week away, and a lot of people have some things to say about the Super Bowl matchup. Is it what you were hoping to see? Obviously, in Northern California it was, but is it a compelling Super Bowl? Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports.